1: From raw materials to finished goods and everything in between. I'm your host, Mark Rustelli. Hello and welcome to the January 5th, 2021 Hemp Show powered by Cantrade. My name is Mark Rustelli. I'm the CEO of Cantrade and the host of The Hemp Show. Next up on The Hemp Show, I'd like to welcome Margaret Fluellen, the owner and chief formulator of Natural Good Medicine, LLC. Natural Good Medicines started as a natural skincare product producer specializing in hemp as a key ingredient. They have grown to add consulting and working with researchers to build and empower the hemp industry nationally. In addition to providing high quality products, Margaret's work focuses on ensuring there is a place for farmers to take their crops after the harvest. With over 20 years of experience in the cannabis industry, her knowledge is vast in the area of hemp. From the seed, cultivation, harvesting, and processing, all the way to the end customer product. Every product she creates is researched to ensure it's the best nature has to offer. Thank you very much for being here, Margaret, and welcome to The Hemp Show.
2: Thank you, Mark, for having me, and thanks, Ken Trade, for for putting this together. Um, I have to compliment whoever put your website together. It was much easier to use than the others I have tried to be on
1: very cool thank you for that that's uh that's our c t o drew he is a, a software engineer guru um savant basically
2: well there you go because I, I i was really pleased thank you so much
1: yeah thank you so let's so want to know everything there's to know about uh natural good medicine and then um you got you know you have twenty years over twenty years of experience you know where did you get started where did that lead you to and then where are you at now with with everything you're doing
2: well i've always been around marijuana my my mom was a cannabis smoker back in the early 70s and in well about 20 years ago actually a little over 20 years ago is when medical marijuana became legal here in Oregon and my husband is one uh, that helped put it into law here so when it got opened up it was uh, it became amazing so we got to actually do things for real without being under the table So we started our own research programs with our own medical marijuana um, for multiple patients. Um, We've actually, I think we've had over a thousand different patients over the last 22 years. And so in it, I've learned how to make different products. So it makes it easier for people to either ingest or to get the medicines that they needed. So it all started with marijuana, of course. Well, when hemp was starting to become, you know, revving up, starting to, to really make a a notice in the nation and, and becoming legal, especially when Colorado did it, we started using our medical marijuana licenses as, you know, ways to grow hemp and see what we had there. Our whole breeding program here at Winter Fox farms, which is where you're at here. And that's where I do my business. Um, We're here in Klamath falls, Oregon. And uh, so we, we've always done our breeding program for structure aesthetics And we always knew that hemp and with the CBD as well as the THC was what was beneficial. So when the hemp was rolling around, my own craftiness of making products for my own family, I always knew that hemp seed was one of the best oils to be using on skin and hair. It works so well with your your body. And um, from my research, uh, genetically, our bodies know how to use it. As you can see, I make numerous products, um, and my whole family uses it. I end up shipping it mostly to my family. I use them as showing to legislation to universities of the different products and stuff that you can be making with hemp. These are just simple ones. So whether it's a wonderful shampoo, quick
1: quick question, quick question on the shampoo. Um, is the shampoo? does it utilize hemp oils beyond just cannabinoids in the formulation as well?
2: When I first started in, in, in making products, the only things that were allowed to be out there actually were hemp. And I was really promoting hemp seed um, because nobody really knew about CBDs yet. CBDs had not even hit the market. I've been doing hemp this since 2010. I've been you know utilizing because we were showing people, but I had to use legal, uh, what was legal within the United States to use. CBDs was not on the legal list. Hemp seed oil was one of my my biggest ones. We also would show hemp creed and herds and what they could be used for, as well as the fiber, because everybody would associate hemp with canvas and rope. So they weren't seeing anything further than that. So that's why we put all of our products together to show. So I put the shampoos and conditioners and um, my first product that I put together with the CBDs because... I didn't want to put CBDs out there until we really had some really great knowledge. We had the research backing behind it. The science was, was showing what uh, homeopathics already knew, but it was actually being written down. So we put our first one together, which was brisk. And this is my cooling gel. This is, we were, were farmers. We were out there working in the hot sun and achy muscles and everything. So this was a nice cool, as well as getting the pain relief that you needed with the CBDs. And I do my own wonderful lotion. Okay, it's hemp seed as in a lotion is, is, is one of the best because the lipids work best with your skin. It absorbs more into it. So whatever you're adding to the hemp seed oil, say the shea butter, cocoa butter, almond, sweet almond oil, jojoba oil, it's going to pull it into your skin deeper. So the more you use this, the less you're going to use it. So you'll notice that your skin's holding moisture. Hemp seed oil does that for your lotions and in your soaps and shampoos.
1: I got a quick question there for you on that one. When you're when you're say processing oils and you mentioned lipids, when you do say winterization and you take out, you know, all of the all of the lipids, all the fat from the oils, do you ever use that as a as a the byproduct, which is kind of like a real thin, soft like white lotion type. That's
2: beautiful stuff. And I do, I wish I had, I don't produce enough of that mm-hmm. to actually put into these kind of products. So we have okay. to utilize the fats that we can get and we can get that, the essential fatty acids from the seed oil itself. So um, that's where I was promoting. Um, I've been on uh, hemp on the hill. We were, you know, trying to get hemp into law across the nation, not j- just individual states. We really needed to have the USDA, the FDA to start showing the approval of this particular plant for agriculture. We're trying to save farms, we're trying to save the land, we're trying to save people with the products that we're able to make from this.
0: The O Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd, and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O'Cannabis Industry Awards. For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, go to ocanabis.com. That's O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z dot com.
2: Not to take away from the marijuana too, because that is a huge benefit as well. The medicinals that are in it are so valuable on a whole. Um, people call me a purist because I, I do believe in the whole full spectrum of the plant.
1: Yeah, yeah, me as well. And when I when I mentioned those those lipids after winterization, pulling that out, I used to rub that on my skin. I was like, it's so smooth it, and it soft. Is. And I would just give it a little test out, and I was like, someone needs to put this into a lotion.
2: Now that they're doing mass processing, you know, they got the big labs that are actually drying and running these through these. They're going to start getting a lot more of those byproducts uh, of that. That way we can utilize it because it's not a byproduct. It's just another essential ingredient that we could be using in our products. Every part of the hemp and, and marijuana plant is usable. We've got to keep working on legislation. We've got to keep the farmers safe. We need to keep the research going and seeing where the THC and CBDs work together, where is a balance. We don't want to lose the the tensile strength of a plant. We want to keep keep making it better, so we got to keep this going and and keep research. And these are the greatest ways of getting that information out.
1: Right. I mean, we with the farm bill passing and uh, you know the say research opening up. There's a long way to go. There's still a lot of products and a lot of pieces of the plant that need to be utilized in those products and aren't you know waste. I mean, it was just twenty years ago and. When people would throw away trim, you know, a lot of people didn't even know how to make things like say ripped Rick Simpson Oil, like RSO out of leftover trim and the cannabinoids and the trichomes that came off of that still definitely a long way to go, but love to learn more about the rest of the products there. Sorry, I had to cut you off. I cut you off on the lotion.
2: That's okay. So I, I do, I have, like I said, I have a lot of products, the five that I put on there was my, cause I, I like them in strings. And every product that I I make actually has a purpose other than to show and tell and and to sell to people. I made them for my family. These are the things that I, we. you go to to my bathroom, all of this is in there. I have my shampoo and conditioner, my bar soap, my hair balm. I have really long hair, so I need an extra conditioner. And I use hemp, a seed oil in all of it. And my, like I said, my first CBD was my brisk because we're farmers and We were just really like the coolness and the CBDs work really well. They have 500 milligrams in them of CBD in a one ounce and just takes a little bit nice moisture too. It doesn't leave you sticky and icky. I have my own uh, smokable hemp. I've been actually working on this since 2014. I took this around uh, to certain places to make sure quality. Uh, I wanted my packaging just right. And this is Zenith. And in here are five, what I call hemparets. These are my little design. They're in their hemp packs. They have the biodegradable filters and they look just like a regular cigarette. Now, the variety that I do use on these are, is two and I grow them myself. So here on the farm. So everything we do is from our farm. My CBD oils as well, because I have them all processed here on my farm. So nothing leaves. We are a closed-loop system is what we try to call ourselves. So anyway, so my hemparets, they got the hemp box. This is all uh, uh, biodegradable. My cellophane going around it is a vegetable cellophane, so it's also biodegradable. So please always remember to recycle. I always tell people that. My filters are biodegradable as well. Earth is always a Big thought is when we're putting products together here.
1: Right. I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier, it's extremely important to have biodegradable packaging because the amount of packaging that the cannabis the hemp industry is putting into landfills and the ocean is a travesty. It's it's it, terrible. It,
2: is. it really is. And and I, I kind of get a real joy when I don't get to benefit the petroleum companies. I, right. I if I don't get to, this is the only one that I've actually got to be able to be really satisfied with my packaging. Um, And it wasn't unless I was doing the vending at NOCO and Colorado, the hemp convention there. Of course, I've been all over the United States. They came to me and they were local. So I got to use a local company who gets their hemp from Spain. It's processed into paper in Wisconsin, and then it's printed into boxes here in Eugene, Oregon for me. I mean, I, I just got such a joy out of being able to do local. I love local. I do not like having to deal internationally with other companies that I, I shouldn't have to. We should be manufacturing this stuff here. And since we've got this little thing going on with China and not being able to get stuff out and it's gotten really, really expensive, this is our opportunity here in the United States to start manufacturing, but let's manufacture the right way. Let's start manufacturing our packaging in a, a environmentally friendly, biodiverse way. We can do that. And actually utilizing the byproducts of hemp can even be used into making packaging, which is also getting really exciting.
1: Totally. Well, one of the things I've been looking for related to the, you know, while we're talking about packaging is child is biodegradable, you know, hemp packaging. That's also child resistant. So CR certified for cannabis products, because that's something that isn't widely available.
2: No, not yet. And luckily we have. Texas is starting to put some uh, programs together on their making uh, biodegradable utensils. So the utensils you'll be getting out of the your to-go places will be biodegradable. Straws even are becoming biodegradable made from hemp. So there's a lot of options out there. There's a lot of uses there. I live in Oregon. Our mills have totally shut down here. We're, the logging industry, which was really huge during the you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, has really knocked down since the 80s. We need a new resource. We can put them back to work by you, you making fiber boards. So there's just so much to be, be done. We have brand spanking new agricultural commodity here that is mm-hmm. going to make so many hundreds of thousands of different products. So there's the ground floor. We are just starting in this.
1: Right. And hopefully the conversion to, say, biodegradable straws and uh, forks, hopefully that starts to drive the prices down and make it more widely adopted and available for the other products, such as, like I mentioned, the CR packaging and stuff like that?
2: Well, that, that's where, where once the FDA and the USDA finally get all of the rulings together, that's when it's going to open all of that up as well. So people, uh, investors, are going to feel more comfortable in investing in these industries. They're going to say, oh, this is a good thing. we got a huge market. It's And it's wanted. That's the thing now is within the United States in the world we're starting we want this now right we're something different we're wanting to to be more and they want it convenient. So if we can make it convenient and and still be able to do what we' what needs to be done to to promote this stuff, it'll work. We just right. keep going. Yeah,
1: totally. So so, so that, that wraps up our time today. If you're interested in connecting with Margaret and Natural Good Medicine, please add them to your network on Cantrade. You can also place orders and ask questions directly from the Natural Good Medicine wholesale store posted in the webinar chat, also in the Cantrade feed and in the podcast and YouTube show notes. Thank you again for being here, Margaret.
2: You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You have a great day.
1: Awesome you as well and we'll we'll talk again soon.
2: Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening
0: to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.
3: Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said,